Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was sitting here thinking about uh, something that's uh, just kind of more venting than really thinking about anything. I was watching videos about uh, home improvement and thinking about the place that I live now, which is a home that I don't own, but just been doing some repairs to the house and because the house had been uh, inhabited for about 30 years or so by the previous tenant who just got too old to take care of the house. And there was a lot of things that were in disrepair. Basically every single room, like literally every single room had something wrong with it. And not just something that I didn't like taste wise, something that was either structurally wrong or functionally wrong. And we made a bunch of repairs and, you know, invested a bunch of money and everything. And, it's just it's just annoying because I know that because I don't own the property it's it's kind of like I'm I'm investing in something that I that I don't own. Now we are in plans to to buy the property, but in this stage is weird because I know, I still have to live there and it's frustrating cuz I don't want to live in a place that's not you know, not a good looking place. And not, not saying that it's not a good looking place. It isn't, it doesn't look like how a home that I'd be comfortable in looks. And I think that that's, it's kind of worrisome and bothersome because I want it to be better. I want it to be, I want it to be a home. So I don't know. It's, it's frustrating because I'm watching these videos and it's so much stuff that I want to try and big projects and willing to invest invest a lot of money and it's it's just frustrating because i know that you know in addition and here's here's the other reason kind of why i even attempted to make the repairs that we did do was because and it kind of goes along with the theory i've i kind of had that a lot of people you know don't don't show responsibility responsibility i guess or accountability or whatever what have you because they haven't been given anything to be responsible or accountable for so i didn't you know when i was renting all that time and even renting now you still want to have a nice place so you take care of the things that are a nice place but you know if there were something structurally wrong previously, I might have just reported it to the landlord and kind of just left it as that, like not took any further initiative. But as something that I'm looking to own, if there's something structurally wrong, I do take that initiative, knowing that if I leave it alone, it could get progressively worse and be a bigger issue down the road. 
So I I think about that as I approach the different things that I wanted to repair. And the reason why I did it, getting back to that, was because I didn't know how to do so many things before we got into the position of, yes, we'll we'll take on the responsibility of maintaining the structure. I wasn't aware how to do much electrical work at all. I had a background in low voltage. I've done low voltage for a bunch of years. Um, you know, alarm systems, uh, cable, internet, TV, stuff like that. I've done that a million times, uh, running wires and installing networks and stuff like that. So I have a, a loose understanding, but coming to the house, I knew that I wanted to I knew that I wanted to make some changes with the electrical and I knew that I wanted to learn how to do those things as well. So it wasn't going to be something that was going to be too tough for me to do, but it was still something that I wanted to, you know, something that I wanted to take care of. And even in, in doing that, it, it kind of, kind of gave me some confidence for, for trying other things. So I tried the electrical thing. I changed the wall outlets. I changed the light fixtures. Um, I changed, I took down ceiling fans and replaced it with light fixtures and all this stuff. I just took a step at a time and I watched a ton of videos and I read a lot of, uh, a lot of materials, a lot of books, looked at a lot of diagrams on, you know, how, how the lighting flows. And it kind of made sense, you know, in regard to uh, the flow of electricity and how it goes from start to finish and how how you terminate and bring it back on the neutral and all that stuff. And it made sense to me. So there was an issue with the um, taking down the ceiling fans. I couldn't figure out how to how to get the the light to work on a switch again. So I had to do some research for that. And it took me it took me a couple months because I tried at first and, you know, it was not a good look. I It was not wired properly. So I had to go back and fix a bunch of things. But after a while, I just sat there and I thought about it. I took it back to, you know, just to start, took everything apart. And I tested the wire, found out where my wire from the breaker was and all that stuff. And once I figured it out, it made a lot more sense. And I was able to change all the other outlets, just thinking on the flow of electricity, but electricity, but I wouldn't have been able to do that had it not been for having the opportunity to say, well, okay, I want to see how this works. And at the house there, I mounted two of the three TVs that, well, I mounted three TVs there, uh, in the house. And while I had, I had done it before, but I had never done, you know, like at a house, I did it before with a friend of mine and with the business that we own. And when I was at the house, I, 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 again, did a little bit more research and I just kind of step by step and kind of figured it out. And I was able to do all three. And the last TV I did, it took me probably what, five minutes, 10 minutes to mount the TV. Um, so, you know, it was really, really cool. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I have the opportunity, but the frustrating, frustrating part is that I'm getting to the point where now I want to make big structural changes and I know I, I can't do that and I shouldn't do that and I won't do that until we actually own the property. And that's the part that's the frustrating part. The frustration is that it's, it's not really like a frustration 
with anyone except for myself because knowing me, I kind of should have should have gone ahead and and locked down the purchasing process a little bit earlier before I started making these changes because I know how I operate. If there's an opportunity to make anything better, myself included, I take those opportunities and I don't like to wait. I'm I'm not very patient in regard to waiting for changes that are beneficial, changes that help. So I thought about those things and, you know, I knew that I wanted to make big changes structurally to, to the house. So, I mean, there, there lies my frustration because I know that it'll look better. I know I'll feel better once it's done, but it doesn't make sense to do it now because God forbid, should something fall through on, on the house, then what, you know, I'm in a bad position. So it's, it's kind of like how, how much am I willing to, to lose kind of, should everything go bad and I want it to look nice. So I I don't know. And it's not, it's not an overall loss. It's just, Right now, I'm just I'm I'm really antsy because it's summertime. You know, the weather's nice. People are outside more, and the more I'm outside, the more I see the things that I want to change, and the more that I'm inspired to do that and motivated to do that. So that's just the tricky part about it all. So I don't know. That's pretty much what's what's on my mind for today. Uh, I imagine that I'll you know once we I'll, I'll calm down because I kind of talk myself through it. I'll calm down. I won't make any big sweeping changes. I'll just make some some projects that are independent of, you know, the house that kind of still bring me joy to keep my hands busy and keep my mind occupied. So that's my thoughts for today. Um, feel free to email or write in if you have questions, comments, concerns, because I like to hear from people. I don't get a chance to hear from people every day. So I like to hear from people to know what your thoughts are, what your feelings are in regard to this podcast in specific or the podcast series as a whole. But till next time, I guess I will talk to you guys later. All right. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.